this tree is a metaphor for the franchise of God of War. And at the very beginning of the franchise, we chopped that fucker down so that we could chop it up and then carry it around and then burn it. Playback, action, and then cut, reset. We'll do our thing and then go back into first position, playback, action. Does anybody want to write that down for me? Because I feel like I'm going to mess it up. Okay, well. So they're going to go out in the beginning of the game. What are they hunting? Hello everyone, I'm Cory Barlog. Uh, I'm the director of the game and I make their lives completely miserable. Doubt is the demon that lives in the ear of every person in this industry. You're not a monster! That is exactly what I am! Not to me! Love is first, don't forget that. For. A test. She taught you to hunt, yes? Yes, sir. Then show me what you know. I am hunting. Feed us. So welcome everybody today. We are so lucky to have Jesse Buchanan. He's a lead FX artist at Sony. He's worked on uh, God of War. That's only sold like 50 million copies. He's worked on Call of Duty for the last decade. That's only sold like 400 million copies. <laughs> so he's got a lot of experience working on video games and the, the best part about today's call with jesse is that a lot of the questions that we're going to talk to him about have been submitted by patients in children's hospitals across north america so jesse thanks for doing this and welcome to our podcast my pleasure so we'll get right into the questions and uh Let's do it yeah you know, one of the, one of the first questions is so where did you grow up Okay, well, I grew up in Canada, just outside of Toronto in a place called London, Ontario. Um, Canadian, uh, very Canadian uh, city. Uh, we were sort of uh, pushed into ice hockey early on. And when I decided to move away from that and get into art, uh, yeah, it caused, there was a little cause for concern there. But um, I think it all worked out in the end. So uh, I guess the, the lesson learned is uh, you just got to follow what you like. That's the bottom line. Exactly right. Now, what was your go-to video game as a kid? Oh, boy. Okay, well, I might uh, age myself here, but um, I actually had a, a TurboGrafx-16, which is, uh, you know, 16-bit uh, uh, console, which I got it for Christmas. Um, uh, my favorite game was um, a game called Blazing Lasers. Yeah, it was just like a bunch of lasers just blasting all over the screen. And, and that actually got me sort of uh, leaning a little bit into visual effects because I just like watching, uh, you know, uh, things explode, fire, smoke, blood, uh, steam, all that stuff. And um, I will tell you that I do like uh, things in nature. That's another big part of it. I actually like watching, you know, super slow-mo uh, water going, uh, water drop going into water and just seeing the water kind of come up and just seeing like 
how fluid um, um, fire moves and smoke moves. So these are just things that I always liked growing up. So it was kind of like a no brainer. Yeah, well, that was what, actually the next question is, what other interests did you have as a kid growing up that kind of led to this field? But it's, it sounds like that's what you kind of did, right? You just- yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like everybody was playing hockey. Like we, I mean, we were pretty much born on the ice, but you know, I like watching Star Wars. I like watching movies. I like Jurassic Park. Um, so like, those are the things that I kind of nerded out. I would just kind of hide in my room and draw and sketch uh, monsters, robots. And uh, so my parents finally just said, okay, he's not going to be a hockey player. Let's at least, uh, <laughs> let's at least, uh, you know, get him some more pencils and, uh, and markers and stuff and, uh, you know, embrace his artistic direction. So that's how that happened. But, but, you know, I did have like, you know, like aside from like hockey and I just like drawing and, um, and just studying nature and animals and just, um, yeah, actually, I was just telling, uh, you know, Matthew uh, that um, uh, after uh, uh, college, I went to I went to arts college in Canada called um, Sheridan College, which is a very uh, uh, specialized art art college. And I studied medical illustration. So I actually drew uh, cadavers and like uh, like human body parts for doctors. I would just go and uh, spend so much time with doctors and I would actually just hand draw uh, uh, body parts for the doctors so that they could uh, study, um, you know, anatomy and, and, and stuff like that. So um, that, that's, that was kind of my direction. That's how I went into it. It's really fascinating because you know, it's kind of like what Michelangelo did, right? He, he would draw body parts. And, and Oh yeah. I, I, I consider myself on the same level as, as Michelangelo. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> so Jesse, when you went to Sheridan college, was it with the idea that you were going to go and apply at Sony or some other video game company, or was it something that happened organically well, as you were in school? That's a great question because a lot of people, um, you know, when they end up in their, their careers or whatever they end up uh, doing um, a lot of times it's almost by mistake. It, it, it's, 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 it's rare that, and if, if this is some, someone that's listening to this, if you actually have an idea or a goal in your head that you want to accomplish early on, that's amazing. Um, I honestly didn't do that. I think as a, as a, as a kid, I was a little, um, not confused, but just sort of like, I just wanted to just sort of try things out and just kind of see where my interests laid. And then basically it's, you just, you follow your heart. And that's what I did. I just sort of trusted my instincts and I followed my heart. It, I never really worried about like the money aspect, the financial aspect. I just really wanted to just do something that got me out of bed and got me excited. And, um, and, and that, that's basically all, all I can say there is I just sort of, um, I went to art school because I knew I liked art. I knew that was, that, that was the basic thing. And then from art school, they help you sort of dial that in. Okay, so um, do you want to do interpretive art or do you want to do more technical or interpretives like, you know, Jackson Pollock style, um, you know, like shapes and like uh, just more artistic, um, and I want to do more technical, whereas like, you know, when you're reading manuals of uh, Legos or, or toys, um, I wanted to actually do those exploded drawings of like how to put those things together. So like that was just kind of like my natural progression. And from there, I went into, um, uh, you know, drawing for uh, doctors in the medical field. And then I saw Jurassic Park one evening um, and that changed my changed my entire world. Changed, I, I, I really wanted to know how those dinosaurs moved on screen. I didn't understand. So uh, that was done with computer animation. And then I was like, that's my new thing. I I just, I saw that one night and that just changed my entire outlook and changed my entire career. And then I, I uh, reapplied back at school after I uh, graduated and went back to school for computer animation. 
And that's how it all started. So it wasn't a, an actual idea. It was more of just like a feeling. And I just kind of just followed what interests me. And that's the bottom line. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the original King Kong who moved like this <laughs> yes. evolved into Jurassic Park, which was extraordinary at the time. Uh, one of the questions that the kids asked is actually, how do you how do you decide what a character is going to look like? Well, okay, so my aspect, um, when you watch a big movie, when you watch a Marvel, a Marvel movie, a Star Wars, any, anything, Disney movie, um, I mean, it's all Disney now, but I mean, whenever you watch a, a big sci-fi movie where there's like creatures, space, sci-fi, explosions going off, a lot of times those come from teams that have uh, a lot of people involved. There's a lot of departments that kind of make those things happen. So it's like right from the bottom level, you have guys that actually draw out the ideas, like sketch out ideas. What should this character look like? And they sketch out the ideas. And then the director comes in and says, um, out of the three, I like that one. I like the middle one. And then the, and then that sketch goes to an artist who actually models the, 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 the drawing in, in a 3D package. It could be, um, and I'll just give you an example, Maya or Houdini or a 3D Studio Max. It's just a 3D, it's like Photoshop, but three dimensions. Basically, they just take that drawing and build it out into a real three-dimensional thing that they can move around. Then from that, that goes to another department called rigging. And then the rigging actually puts bones, like virtual uh, bones inside the characters. So the characters like this, they rig it up so that after that department touches it, they hand it off to another department and that's animation. And the animation team makes it move, makes it actually come to life. So when that happens, that's handed off to my department. And what we do is we do all the powers and all the energy that comes off it. If it's a character that like throws some sort of laser, we'll take that and we'll actually put the lasers in the scene. So it's not necessarily a one person thing. It is definitely all the things you see on TV, all the things that we probably like and, and grew up liking uh, or watching. It, it comes from teams of just so many people working together to get that final thing. So you, you spawned two questions here. One is how how many people are on these teams that take you know handle all of the different parts? Great question on a on a game like God of War, which we're working on right now, which comes out um, next year. Um, I can say that, <laughs> so um, that comes out next year. Um, there are uh, hundreds hundreds of people that are working on this game. You know, we have um, you know a couple of years to put it out. Um, it's all hands on deck. It, everyone working together for this one goal. And then when we release it to the world. Uh, you know, it's something that we want to be proud of. It's something that we want to put our names on. So that's why it takes so many people to make these games. It's, uh, it's just, it's, it's not easy. Wow. And then the second part of the question is the director for a video game. Now you've worked in movies too. So is, is the director for a video game similar to what happens with a director in a movie in that they make those decisions? Like you said, I like that one but then they cobble all the pieces together at the end to make a, a you know, a contiguous thing or is it yes. different for video games? Uh, it's pretty much the same sort of process, really. You know, there's just like a director that has a, a, a sort of like an overarching like vision of the whole pro project um, uh, that, and that's someone that we have to work with to sort of meet their vision. Um, who, you know, it, so it's, um, it's definitely good to have that. Uh, if, if you don't have that direction, then I think a lot of times the final product comes out a little messy. Um, the directors that have like the, the good visions um, and actually just like good people to work with. I mean, it's, it's kind of like in high school when you have like kind of like a, or any, any kind of school, when you have like a teacher you just don't really like, you know, you, 
I, I had a, I had a teacher like that. I didn't, I didn't really get along with. Um, he always took my hat and kept it. He just never gave my hat back yet. But the, those are the teachers that I, I didn't really want to do that great for. I was just like, I don't like that guy. But for the cool teachers and the ones that you look up to, I really wanted to like impress that that teacher and 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 do well for that teacher. So a lot of the better directors that I've worked for are the, are the ones that you can actually like hang out with and you respect, you can talk to, and you actually like you you agree with their vision. And it's easier for me to actually do my job because you also can um, be passionate about the same project. So you talked about God of War, the next iteration coming out next year, which is, I know everybody's going to run out and get that. (laughs) Does it help if you know Greek mythology to work on a video game or is that somebody else's job and they just say, make this character look like this? Well, I mean, would it help? Yes, because I think when um, and here's an example, we just hired um, an artist, a younger artist um, from Cuba and um, the the his sensibilities and, and his upbringing and his environment, it brings something different to the table um, when when he takes on, uh, let's say, an explosion or an effect, um, just the, you can actually see just like his art, you can actually see some of his personality come out in the effect. And um, he actually really loves mythology and and studies it. And so when I give him um, a task to do on a certain character that he actually is excited about, you can actually see the excitement in his work. So I, I, I do think that um, if it interests you and the, the, the narrative and the mythology around something that you're working on interests you, it shows in your work. So I think that does help. That's a very cool story. I, you, you, sometimes you don't think about like that diversity, right? Of oh, yes. Different people together from different backgrounds and what they can contribute in the final product, which is great. absolutely. Yeah. And, and just like personalities are just like the way like like um, I was brought up in Canada. So, um, you know, like um, a lot of our game, let's say if it if it does take place in some uh, uh, areas that, you know, aren't hot, I may be able to offer some advice in that area because, you know, I grew up in that sort of uh, um, situation. So things like that do do actually help for sure. That's cool. And, and the other part of video games that puzzles play a big role yes. in, in video games. So how, do you have like a puzzle expert department? That that, makes that's a great question because me personally, um, I'm horrible, horrible at puzzles. Um, Sometimes the designers will actually ask me to test out the puzzles because I'm so bad at them. And it actually helps them design the puzzle in the game because I'll be like, I don't understand. I keep walking over to this tree because it's glowing. I don't know. Do you want me to walk over this tree? So basically they use my sort of like, uh, I mean, I don't want to say stupidity, but I mean, like, oh, uh, naive, let's just say naive, naive about games. Yes, yes, exactly. That's a way better word. I'll use that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, um, I I would love to be good at puzzles, but we actually do have a department of people that just think about puzzles, that just think about uh, where, like, their whole um, profession is just getting the viewer to look in a certain spot, to getting the player to walk over to here. Like it's all about just sort of visual cues and audio cues that sort of like they're using to manipulate the player to go over here and test what they are sort of like wanting you to test. Do you know what I mean? That's so cool. And actually it leads, one of the kids asked a question saying, if they're a good game player, okay, if they're very good at Call of Duty, does that translate perhaps into maybe a career path for a kid? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, 
I'll tell you, when I was working on Call of Duty, we actually brought in some of these, you know, esports players. They they were treated like rock stars. They came in here. We actually changed a lot of our game because of these great players that came in. These esports players, um, they have a lot of really good ideas of how to make things flow, how to make things like just play better. Just like um, and and the and the, the one important thing about the games that we make is the replayability, and that's a really important thing because we want you, if you're spending sixty dollars, which is a lot of money. We want you to keep playing it. We want you to, to enjoy it over and over, not just one and done. So in order to do that, we have to actually like, you know, um, implement smart gameplay and things that sort of keep you coming back. So yeah, design's a big part of it for sure. When you, like personally, do you have an ultimate goal for your career? Is there something out there that if you had complete blank slate, I want to go do, what is it? Well, I mean, my goals are a little different I, and I, I, I actually eventually want to make a video game that helps actually um, my, my, my end goal. I mean, this is maybe down, down the road. I mean, we all, it's all good to sort of daydream and think about sort of like different sort of career paths and different sort of ways to sort of like uh, keep you interested in, in your career choice. And, and so I, I, I would like to make a game one day that actually gives back to like animals. It's just, you know, that you don't, you're not shooting humans. You're not killing humans. You're not wrestling robots. It's literally you're, you're saving animals and it gives back to animals. It's a, it's uh, just a goal of mine that I would like to do. But, uh, but actually one thing that I was just going to um, add to that is um, uh, the, uh, the, the, the kids out there that feel that they're really good at playing games and, and would love to know if there's a career out there, if you're just really good at, yes, there definitely is. We have a, um, every studio that makes a video game um, on the planet has a QA department. And so that they're just tasked with literally playing the game and finding anything that's wrong with it. So it's a huge task. They're constantly busy. They're constantly helping us find bugs. They're called bugs in the, in the game and things that we have to, to fix because it's such a huge thing. So QA, yes, we, we rely heavily on people that just play the game. So um, yes, you can actually uh, have a career in video games if you, if you play and you enjoy it and you're good at it. So yes. Well, thanks, thanks for making a difference in patients' lives. I mean, it really comes down to, it's, it's not just a distraction. It's, it's actually helping towards the healing process by uh -huh. kids playing video games. So you should feel good. And I hope you share it with your team that a lot of the Definitely. kids that are going to watch this video be inspired by you to maybe look at a potential career. But those same kids, Jesse, are really... They're really impacted emotionally and physically by the video games that you're, you and your team help create. So thank you for what you That's do. That's awesome. Thank you so much.